0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to chapel. As we begin today, this is one of your fellow students, Kevin Ebach, and he's going to make a really important announcement about something that many of you will be interested in getting involved in.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? My name is is Kevin. Um, I'm a sophomore at Baylor, and um, I'm in this really awesome thing called Youth Ministry Teams through the Spiritual Life Center. And basically what it is is we um, go to... Um, churches in the Waco area and do their Wednesday night youth groups. We um, lead Disciple Now's, Fifth Quarters, um, anything like that, and we put together teams of about 10 people, and we'll have um, a band and people who lead games and um, some drama and stuff like that, and it's really awesome, and if so, if you're interested in youth ministry or developing youth ministry teams or playing in a worship band, it's an awesome way to get involved and um, build an awesome community. So we have two interest meetings today, September 2nd. Oh, tomorrow. Just kidding. September 2nd at 5 p.m. in the Bobo, which is right next to Tidwell, um, is our first one. And then next Wednesday, September 8th at 3 p.m. in the Bobo. So if you're interested, we have a table in the lobby, and there's information sheets, and you can come fill it out. So thanks.
0: Thanks, Kevin. Take I want to do sort of a chapel education moment. How many of you, you've heard the, the term liturgy along the way, probably. W- what it means is, anybody want to yell out what it means? It means the work of the people. It's real simple. So sometimes you think, well, that, that worship's liturgical. It really all is because it means the work of God's people, past and present. We do here in chapel liturgy together, because it's the work we do together, and it's very important to us that you all lead in this. So many of you have already volunteered to help us on Wednesdays. This morning, our worship leaders are coming from across Baylor's campus, and they're all coming from the athletic division. They are our student athletes, and they're here to lead us in worship this morning. I'm so excited about that. The slides you saw were not only of them competing, but of them serving around the world in Kenya and uh, in Cuba. These are folks who, just like you, are doing their very best in the classroom and, at the same time, uh, doing their very best out on athletic fields and on courts, and, at the same time, they are in pursuit of faith and devoted to their faith, and so some of your fellow students are here this morning to lead you in worship. This is Lindsay Johnson. She's a member of our great soccer team who has just started another season, and I've asked her—Lindsay's just going to— tell you a little bit about her uh, life at Baylor for a second before she begins us in worship by leading us in a psalm. So, Lindsay, thank you for being here this morning.
2: Hello. um, uh, My name is Lindsay and I am on the Baylor soccer team. It has really been a blessing to not only play on the soccer team but grow my walk with Christ while on the soccer team. Being around awesome coaches and unbelievable teammates has given me the opportunity to be open about my faith and not just be a student athlete but a Christian student athlete. Um, Our call to worship today is a reading from Psalm 100, and it reads, Shout for joy to the Lord, all of the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations.
3: Fantastic. It's, it's... Thanks, Lindsay. It's a it's a joy to to gather here each week and worship together and sometimes we wouldn't just sing a good old a good old hymn that some of us have just grown up with our entire lives and so we're gonna do that this morning a hymn that I hope is familiar to a lot of you Um, just the old holy 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 so let's stand together and sing it as as the body of Christ in this place
4: a seat. Ben and I will pray with you. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for waking us up this morning for this new day you've given to us. Thank you for your promise that you're right here with us. Lord, for loving us enough to send your son that paid a price for us to make us right with you, that we could be called your children. Lord, that we could come directly to you. And so we come to you and just ask that you would open our ears and our hearts today to what it is you want us to hear and experience. Lord, I thank you for Baylor University and the work that you're doing here, for the leadership you've put in place here, Lord, and for the opportunity we have while we are here to grow to know you more. God, I thank you for what's happening in our athletic department and the coaches that you've put in place that have a heart for you, the number of young men and women that, Lord, are are growing to know you more. Lord, I I pray for those that are in the program that don't know you, that uh, through the midst of a season, that you would use that ball, that you would use the experiences they go through to draw them close to you. And God, more than anything, I pray that uh, the things that take place on the fields and courts this year can bring great glory to you.
1: God, I, I thank you for this university, and I thank you for all these these uh, young men and women out here, God, and I thank you that, that you've given them the opportunity to to grow, to, to learn, and to better themselves through, through the, their years here at this college, God. And I pray for each and every person in this room that that as this year goes by, they'll learn and they'll, they're, they'll get smarter so that they can serve a, in the world, God. And, but more importantly, God, I hope they, they find a group, a good, strong group of people who who push them to to find you, God, and to love you, God, and to worship you. God, you are the most important thing in our lives. And I hope that if somebody in here doesn't know you, God, that, that they'll have people around, around them that will, will lead them to you. In your heavenly name we pray. Amen.
5: Today I get the honor of introducing the speaker for the day, and it's um, my head coach, Scott Drew. And uh, when I first met him, like the one thing that blew me away was how energetic and passionate he was. And I thought to myself, "There's no way somebody can be like this all the time." But I was wrong because 24/7 that's Coach Drew, and that same energy and passion last year led us to one of our, our best seasons, where we got the most wins in school history, you know, the, the best finish in Big 12. We went to Elite Eight, and the best part we beat. Texas three times (laughs) but but the special thing about coach Drew is just how he wears God on everything he do no matter where he's coaching he's talking to his kids he's having a conversation with us he never hesitates to to show that God is the reason for everything he has and also he's like a, a bible verse encyclopedia if you ever have anything wrong with you you know just the right verses to say to just just pick your spirits up and I really appreciate that so without further ado here comes Scott Drew
6: I told Fred he couldn't say anything bad because I had him in practice this afternoon so anyway I knew I'd be okay but uh, thank you guys very much for allowing me to talk today and just have your attention I will tell you this the first time I spoke in chapel It was rowdy. Nobody paid attention. I was like, this is going to be great because they're going to be attentive and active during the games. But you guys are super, and I want to thank you for your attention. And what I'm going to do is not try to bore you, um, but what I'm going to try to do is just speak from my heart and just share a couple things that I wish I'd have known when I was in your shoes and a couple things that maybe I picked up along the way that uh, uh, um, might be able to help you or something I wish I'd have heard a little earlier. The first thing is I grew up in a Christian home, so I was very fortunate at a young age to be exposed to uh, uh, God. And in second grade, I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I did the typical things, uh, went to church with the family, prayed before meals, prayed at night, occasionally read the Bible uh, more slightly than the the occasional part. But uh, in college, if I was asked the question, why Should God let you into heaven? I'd say because I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And because, well, I'm a good person. And then I would describe things that I've done. I mean, I go to church, I pray, I do. And you know what? We all are goal-oriented. This is America. We grade on a curve. If I get the highest grade in the class, I should get an A because somebody's got to get an A. So I was thinking, you know what, as long as I was on the higher end, or at least I tried. Or thought I was on the higher end You know I would be good in God's eyes Because he wants people in heaven But when I got out of college I went on a missionary trip And it was, it was coaching basketball And our disciples said to me Scott you know you sin every day I'm, like, I'm not that bad No you sin every day Well I'm thinking the Ten Commandments Well really do I sin But you know what I hadn't read the Bible enough To know what the Bible really said And we, he pointed out a couple of verses He said of Colossians 3 he knows, he, he's, he described different sins. And in Colossians 3, it says sins such as anger, greed, lust, filthy language. Galatians 5, jealousy, fits of rage, envy, selfish ambition, drunkenness. And I start thinking, wait a minute, I get angry at times. Definitely, I got greed. I'm selfish. I lie at times. And I go, I was like, wow, lustful. It's like, that's, that's all of us. Every day. That's all of us. All right, you got me. But then he said, you know what? You like ice cream. I said, I love ice cream. And he said, well, you know what? If you take that gallon of ice cream and you put a little mouse turd in there and you stir it all up, would you eat that ice cream? I said, heck no. He said, well, that's what you like when you sin. And he goes, every day you sin. There is nothing you can do to work your way into heaven because you're like that ice cream. You're messed up. And I started thinking for a second, well, give me some other verses. So he went to Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for it is by grace you have been saved. And this is not from yourselves. It's a gift of God, not from uh, works so that no man can boast. And then I understood, okay, it's by grace. I understand that now I can't work my way into heaven. But there was a pastor joke that really made sense to this. A pastor passed away, and he's on the way to heaven, and Peter's at the gates, and he said, you only need 100 points to get in. Pastor's like, I should be good. Tell me about your life, Peter said. Well, I was married for 50 years. Peter goes, That's tremendous. Two points. All right, well, I was a pastor for 40 years. Five points. This point, the pastor's getting a little nervous. He goes, Okay, maybe he wants missionary work. I was a missionary for five years. Four points. At that point, he goes, It's by by only the grace of God am I going to get into heaven. He goes, Bingo, 100 points. So now the concept to me made sense that, you know what? No matter what I do, I can't work my way into heaven because I sin every day. But at the same time, a couple other things. If if someone asks me now why God's going to let me into heaven, it's going to be because I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I have a relationship with him, and I know it's by his grace alone that I'm saved. When I was your age in college, And you know what? Let me ask you. You remember when you guys were five years old, six years old, seven years old? Just think back. Yeah, everybody remembers when you were a kid, right? You know how quick time moved for you guys? Now I'm about twice your age. As quick as it went from 6 to 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, it will go that much quicker the next 20 years. And I've heard it even goes quicker from 40 to 60. So Back in college, this was just something that I wish I'd have thought about, heard about, known about a little bit more. Because you know what? College is the best time of your life. One of the best times. I couldn't go back and do high school because I don't like getting up early. All right? But, but, but college is cool. And with college, a couple things that, that, that I wish I'd have, I'd have thought about a little bit earlier. And the first thing is that, you know what? If you look around this room, as much as I wish it wasn't true, when you graduate, some people in this room are going to pass. It might be me. It might be the person that sitting next to you. It might be you. But we never think about that. But I do know we're all going to pass away. We hope later rather than sooner. But the whole goal of life is not to become rich, not to become famous. But Jesus came on this earth to be a servant. He served. So if the God could serve then our goal is to serve. And the only goal is to get to heaven because we ain't taking nothing with us in that casket. If you've seen it, you can't fit much in there. So we going by ourselves. So the whole goal is to get to heaven. And with that, I know God who loves all of us. And I was reading a book and it made great sense. Think of everyone in your family. Think everyone you love. And now if I said you could only take two of them with you to heaven, which two would it be? No, no, only two. Well, I'm like, I got my mom, I got my dad, I got my brother, I got my sister, I got my wife, I got my kids. I mean, I can't do two. I want everybody to go, well, that's what God thinks. Because we're all his children. He wants all of us to go to heaven. He doesn't want to make it hard. One day when you have kids and you look at your little two-year-old, three-year-old, or four-year-old, you're going to love that kid. Just like you love your family. They don't have to earn that, you just love them. And all Jesus has asked us to do is to serve him and to do his will. With that, a couple things. Today, you're going to eat a great meal at the cafeteria. Or you might go get fast food, like I tend to do at times. You might have a great dinner. But no matter what you eat today, if you don't eat tomorrow, are you going to be hungry? Absolutely. So you can eat as much as you want today. You still are hungry tomorrow. Well, that's basically spiritually how we feel. If we don't read the Bible every day, we're not spiritually being filled. If we don't pray every day to God, then how are we going to have a relationship with him? And again, these are things that I wish I would have known more or done more when I was in college. Some of you guys are far, far more advanced spiritually in, 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 in your relationship and your servant attitude than I was. And that's tremendous. I just know I wish I'd have had an opportunity to sit here and have someone tell me this so at least maybe, maybe that would have sunk in. I also know you have a lot of freedom in college. I wish I'd have gone and been more involved in my church on a Sunday in college. I wish I would have done a ch- had a chance to serve more high school kids or younger kids or people in the community or done some more missionary trips because you know what, when you get older and you got a job and you're working 40 hours a week or 60 hours a week and you got a family, you don't got time. You don't have time. You got time now, trust me. You know what's going on this weekend. You got a plan, what to do. You got time to serve when you're in college. And there's no better feeling than when you serve. There is no better feeling than when you give. I wish I'd have prayed more. And when I said pray more, one thing that I try to do now, instead of when I drive to school, I heard this from a missionary, it was a great thought. Pray instead of listen to radio. I got 20 minutes of prayer time every day when I drive in. Some of you walk the class, some of you drive. It's a great way to start the day. The Bible, I said, read the Bible. What about cover to cover? Let me ask you a question. If you were God and you gave everybody one book to read, just one book for a lifetime, would you expect them to read the book? Yes. I mean, look at us. How many books we got to read this semester? I mean, I'm reading ESPN Magazine, I'm reading Sports Illustrated, I'm reading everything in sports. None of that matters nothing matters that you read god gave us one book to read how do we know him if we don't read the book again cover to cover i think that's a tremendous thing something i wish i would have done when i was in college memorize scripture i mean we can memorize songs we can sing we can do recite poem we can do all kinds of different things memorizing scripture is a great thing the other thing is and this one this one probably didn't want to hear about this morning but i'm gonna bring it up because i wish i'd heard it a little bit earlier and that is who do you want to marry who do you want you want to marry you got a picture perfect girl you want to marry or picture perfect guy you want to marry one day they're gonna ask you about your relationships they are and then you gotta think do i be honest and tell them everything or do i lie to them well do you want them to lie to you no you want the truth so just remember, whatever you do now, one day you're going to talk to your spouse about. It. And it's hard to marry somebody pure if you ain't. So just remember that stuff. And, and as far as, as, far as uh, uh, the last thing that I'll, that I'll point out, and that is, again, these are just some things that I wish someone had, had, had brought up or emphasized to me when I was in college. But I do know one thing. You're very fortunate to be at a Christian school. You're very fortunate to be at a high academic school. If you didn't have a lot of talents and successes and abilities, you wouldn't be in this room. God has blessed everybody in here with specific talents and abilities. I can promise you one thing. Money will not make you happy. Success will not make you happy. No matter how much money you earn, you're always going to want more. No matter how much success you have, you're always going to want more. There is only one thing that will please you at the end of the day. And that is following God. And I know one thing. Up in heaven, we want that thing to be packed. We want the Farrell Center packed. This Saturday, we want the football stadium packed. But in heaven, we want that joker packed. So please do me a favor. And that is, if you ever have any questions... I can promise you that that I'm not the most spiritual guy in the world, but I do know a lot of people that are very good. If I can ever help you down your spiritual journey, always stop over the basketball office because that's the most important thing we can do for you guys while you're here at Baylor University. Have a great day. Thanks for your time.
2: Teach me.
7: as we close in prayer today let's pray god we do thank you so much for just a time like this where we can come in the middle of our busy schedules and sit and worship you listen how you've changed lives and we thank you for the challenge of coach drew and just the reminder that our salvation isn't based on what we can and can't do for you And, Father, that alone is something to celebrate, God. We thank you that it's all about your grace and what you've already done for us. Father, may we live our lives in that grace. May we accept that grace. And, Father, may we just be challenged to leave from here um, to live for you with our words and our actions and all that we say and all that we do. Father, be with these students today, uh, the rest of their busy schedules, God. And may we um, answer the question and say, yes, Lord, to whatever you want to do in our lives individually. Father, we love you, and we pray all this in your Son's name. Amen.